threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. To everybody. I guess next week will be the... Yeah, yeah. Mindless Banter 79, question and answer. Mm-hmm. Here we are, our favorite episode of the month. Where every we instruct month. you all and yeah. answer all We make fun of all your names and <laughs> <laughs> we butcher everybody's names and it's a great time. I wonder if we've offended somebody enough that they're like, I'm done with this podcast. Oh, I guarantee it. We had to. They have. pronounced my name Oh, yeah. and they made fun of my name. Mm-hmm. Done. I hope so. I really do. I really hope we've offended somebody that much. <laughs> Like, we might as well. You know what I mean? It's easy to do it nowadays. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't take much. Yeah. I'm sure just a little bubble come up in my throat, offended somebody, and they left the podcast. Yeah, that's gross. I'm not listening. But you, before you hear more bubbles from my throat, mm-hmm. we got a really cool sponsor right now. Okay. For this time only, right? Yep, right now. This is important, and mm-hmm. you guys need to listen up. Water Lily. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it before. It's a three-in-one power generator. Yeah. So, it's a portable power turbine. That allows you to generate power from rivers, streams, not your own stream. Maybe, if you had enough. <laughs> you could you could pee right on that yeah. fan. And from wind, uh, or with emergency hand crank accessory. It's so cool. It is. It like it blows my mind. Yeah. Um, it will keep all of your devices, your power banks, your phones, your laptops, or whatever, powered while you're camping, while you're bugging out, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it has a 4.7 star customer rating. It's not crap. It's great. It's stuff. amazing. Yeah. And in addition, it's a great addition to your bug out kit or just your home kit. We have just the regular turbine one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So they now make it with, you can put fan blades on it and have a windmill. It's so cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. Like yeah. it's a genius design and it's something I think every prepper should have. Yeah. But right now they offer a full 90 day money back guarantee and one year manufactured warranty on all their products. And best of all, the warrant, the, Water Lily Holiday Sale is now offering a discount of up to $75 off Water Lily turbines and bundles. Nice. You can just get the turbine for the water mm-hmm. and add the other accessories. Go check them out. Um, our listeners get an extra $10. That's 85 bucks off some of them if you use Prepper 10. Prepper 10. And that's a little bit different. But you can figure it out. Prepper 10. Uh-huh. And you can stay prepared this Christmas. Yeah. From the team at Water Lily. That'd be a really cool Christmas gift for the prepper that you love in your life. The th- didn't we mention it like on a 12 Days of Christmas? Like, Yeah, we did. It Before we even got one. Mm-hmm. And then we've had one. It's amazing. Like, great cool. technology. If you want to live off the grid, you got to have one. You got to. Water got Lily. To. Check Get them it out. done. All right, guys. You guys sent in lots of questions. So here they are. Number uh, one. This one came from... Antonio Lamoro. Antonio Lamoro. He says, are you two having a Christmas dinner together with your family? <laughs> I love that question. <laughs> I know, I had to put it in I there. really want to know. Is are you guys happening? like getting together? <laughs> you I got room know, for another one? you guys one? swingers by any chance? <laughs> yeah. Is it weird? Yeah. Is it weird or is it just It's regular? a little personal, but it is. it's it's a good question. Yeah. Um, we usually do try and go out and eat mm-hmm. at... A wonderful steakhouse. Oh, yes, we do. It's kind of a combined birthday with Christmas. Yeah. We're still working on that. 
But yeah. um, you just get to go to the steakhouse. Because Cam just had a birthday. I Happy did. birthday, Cameron. Yeah. You yeah. just turned the big 4-0. I did. It's a crazy one, isn't it? Yeah. It's not very fun. My body feels 40. That's it for does. sure. Yeah, it does. doesn't look any older than 39, <laughs> yeah. buddy. You're looking great. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I still feel youthful inside. You do. That's yeah, what's yeah. important. That's great. Um, Not that I'm aware of. We're not having, like, both of our families getting together. But I've been surprised before, you know? All of a sudden, my wife could be like, hey. We got that dinner tonight with the Hardys. And I'd yeah. be like, what? I didn't know. You know. Wait, I don't. They can't find a babysitter. <laughs> they can't find a babysitter. Never mind. We'll never see that them again. That happens forever. That happens forever. Sometimes. Happens all the time. <laughs> happens forever. That will happen forever. Yeah, That's for exactly. sure. Thanks for the question, Antonio. Yeah. Antonio. C.E. Martin. Mm. Great books and yeah. other things. It's just a powerful name. <laughs> it is a powerful name, isn't it? If you were going to do a video interview collaboration with fellow Utah celebrities, would you rather spend the day with Diesel Brothers or the Osmond Brothers? Which would you rather be stuck with in SHTF um, on the day that you visited them? Yeah, so this one, so I don't really know the Diesel Brothers that much, nor the Osmond Brothers. I didn't even know the Diesel Brothers existed. Oh, you didn't? I haven't heard of them before, and I know they're in Utah. I know they make, they do I looked them up. Kind of redneck truck guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they probably got some skills. I would go with them because yeah. I can't stand the type of people like the Osmonds. Can't like, you? No. Because <laughs> you know they'd be like humming and singing in the back all the time. Right. Interrupting by just breaking out in song. <laughs> so I actually went with the Osmonds uh, because, you know, they got those sweet, sweet harmonies. They, they do. I mean, they do. They but could entertain I couldn't you. hear it all the time. No. But they're, I'm pretty sure they're Mormons. And they're rich, so they gotta have like That's the greatest true. food storage on the face of the planet. They probably should, they probably do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I would go with the Osmonds. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a good. That's that's right? it's a great question. It is a good question. I just know that I get sick of their song. Yeah, you probably would. So I don't really. I can't even think I could name an Osmond song. But and I don't know what the Osmonds are like. But there's certain religious people that are mm-hmm. just like over the top, super annoying. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I could see them being that way. Sure. Yeah. And I'm not saying religion's bad. I mean, I'm religious. <laughs> so you I'm re- just saying the we ones just lost that like all of our listeners. <laughs> Good job. No, I'm religious. I'm just saying they would be probably overbearing. Overbearing. Yeah, I get that. But the Diesel Brothers sound cool. They yeah. look cool. I looked at looked them up. Yeah. I've never, I've never watched. I anything. could use a mechanic. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Anyway, all right. This one came from Matthew Sharon. So, is it a girl or a guy? Matthew Sharon. You know, two or first is it names. Sharon Matthew. I don't know. We don't know. He's pissed now. We just lost that listener. <laughs> um, what do you look for in a bug out bag? So I'm guessing he's talking about the actual bag. Otherwise, I'm look, you know, looking for flashlight, sure. first aid kit. Yeah. You know, you want your water and your, mm-hmm. but the bag itself, I, I figured that's probably what he's talking about. I would think so, but. Um, after trying the Everly stock, mm-hmm. like, cause I have a 3V gear mm-hmm. bag. I can't remember what that was, a Nautilus or whatever that, what is that big sucker called? Uh, the Paratus, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. I think so. But, and then we the Nautilus. <laughs> just let it go. You can drown that sucker. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, it's waterproof. Yeah. Um, but we got a ton. Of, we, not, we don't even have just that one, too. I mean, how many different oh backpacks do we, we have? So many. Yeah. 
Cam's like the backpack queen. Or I king, love him, man. I guess. Not queen. <laughs> you son yeah, of a... I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm stopping. I'm not listening to the casual yeah, preference anymore. That was, I really didn't mean to say queen. I apologize. <laughs> um, he's the backpack king or prince. I know I went I to know. San Francisco once. You can't call me a queen. <laughs> That's all it takes, yeah. man. That's all it takes. But yeah, we got lots of different ones. Yeah. Right. So we've tried them. And, and yeah. the thing that I would look for now, having used a really comfortable, well-built bag, mm. is... One that has really good padding straps that supports your weight. Like the Everly stock has a nice frame that pushes it like mm. into your lumbar. So you have like a, you just distribute the weight better. Sure. Yeah. And then my number one thing is I, you got to test those zippers. Yep. I a completely zipper agree. busting pisses me off more than anything. It's not good. No. And I've had that happen, unfortunately, with 3V yeah. multiple times. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think it's just the high quality materials. Like Cam said, the zippers. Um, you got to have some good. Um, compartments, ways to get your gear organized and easily yeah. get into your stuff. You know what I mean? Because that's the hard part is if you got to get into it quick, it takes you 20 minutes to pull everything out and get something. That's not very fun. I do like an organized pack. Yeah, you do. Um, And then just durability. And for me, the number one thing is it has to Color. be comfortable. Color. It's got to be. <laughs> I got to have the pink polka dots <laughs> yeah. with the, you know what I mean? Um, But no, really, it has to be comfortable. Just a rainbow backpack nobody's Again, gonna mess you with just you. got back from san francisco yeah um it never ends with you my uh, queen it's true <laughs> i'm the queen the backpack queen co-host and queen yeah. of <laughs> casual preppers the casual preppers queen <laughs> but uh, yeah um but they, they get right they there. get super expensive those backpacks they do they're not cheap and i'm not saying like i would probably buy a 3v because they're they're really affordable they're inexpensive yeah but um but yeah, the zipper thing. Hopefully, yeah. they fixed it. They've redesigned their bags. But yeah, you got to test them. You got to test. You them. really do. Yep. Um, Brian France. Ooh, parlez-vous français? Oui, Brian. Oui, 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 Brian. What is on your Christmas wish list? Well, if you're taking my uh, order for Christmas presents, oh, yeah. Brian, is that what you're doing? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> um, there's so many things. I still really need a good generator. That's yeah. something that's a big deal. I really want to get, I don't have one of these yet, but one of those those smaller power stations, you know, like either yep. like a Goal Zero or Jackery or whatever it is, I still need to get a good one and I haven't yet got it. So I would love something I've like that. I've you to sales and stuff. Huh? I've sent links to you. I know. Sales I haven't pulled the trigger. You got to do it. You got to do it. I, keep, I want one for Christmas. Yeah. I won't have to buy it myself. Yeah. Kobe needs one for Christmas. I do. Yeah. Um, I just been I, I don't know I don't really have much on my list. Either, man. I want a new jacket, mm. Mm. off the grid surplus maybe. Mm. <laughs> they have some sweet off the ones. Grid? <laughs> um, I haven't really looked at their jackets too much. They have some pretty sweet ones. Do they? I yeah. want to have to check that out. But um, yeah, I just been uh, looking at some little bit more tactical jacket types. Sure. I need a I need a new pair of like hiking boots. Oh, okay. So those are two things that I would like. Cool. I like that. you out there have money or work in these companies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> please remember us. Santa, please bring them to me. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I don't I don't really have a whole lot, but cool. in terms of like prepper, probably like a more of a tactical jacket to carry yeah. all kinds of grenades and stuff. Yeah, you gotta have grenade pockets. Watches. Watch, watches watch and pockets. grenades. <laughs> You're gonna barter with one sleeve. <laughs> And kill people. Yeah, it's like in the eighties. There's always that guy that just like flipped open his <laughs> trench coat and yeah. his watches and chains. 
That'd Gotta be, be soft. Yeah. In case you're flashing too. Yours would be backpacks and knives. <laughs> <laughs> you got like a trench coat full of backpacks and knives. Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Pepto Bismol. <laughs> I've got all kinds of bowel yeah. medicine here. What you want? You got a tummy troubles? <laughs> I got your solution. I already took it half. Yeah. One more let me see here. I'm not going to flash you. I'm just going to show you my goods. <laughs> I am the backpack queen. <laughs> Welcome. You're weird. <laughs> you're, you're a weird guy. I just wanted to come. <laughs> you're weird. You're a weird guy. You're a weird guy. Uh, I just try to pump my gas. Say, you're super weird. Or on I like how girl. your hat's just blue. It doesn't have anything on it. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good question. Anyway, good question. That's, that's a good one, Brian. This one came from Joshua Diva. Diva. Um, how I haven't many? heard that name. No, it was a new one. New question. Good job. New question. New listener. Good job, Joshua. Um, how many neighbors have responded to your NPP survey? <laughs> <laughs> seems It seems like a nice way to ease into things. So if you haven't listened to our most recent episode, we did it on neighborhood security, and there was the neighborhood protection plan <laughs> that was quite an the interesting. NPP. The NPP, yeah, uh-huh. So, um, yeah, so you, a survey of like, <laughs> what, what, are, what all the stuff, yeah, basically. It was like, yeah, what kind of goods do you got? What kind of skills you got? All the opposite things of a prepper, but. Yeah. But in your neighborhood of preppers, maybe. For sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, after he said this, I'm like, man, what a good idea for a neighbor gift. It will be so hilarious, dude. Wrapped up in a nice scroll with a little bow. <laughs> and then like. For sure. Just a candy cane. Yeah. And they can open it up. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> a pin candy cane. Oh, so I they like can that. sign they it. They can and, sign it. Right, like that. Please bring this or like a little hot cocoa packet. You know, (laughs) be like, make yourself some hot cocoa and please fill this out as you (laughs) sip. You know, that's a great idea. That would be a freaking awesome idea. Uh, But no, I have not. I I avoid eye contact with my neighbors. No, I don't. I just don't even like to. Yeah, if I talked to any of them, I would let you know. But I don't. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That was a good episode, though. I thought that was fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was <laughs> good, some stuff. extremes there. Yeah. I don't know if any of you have gone and had your neighbors try and break into your house yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> I hope you have. <laughs> I need to ask my neighbors. Yeah. Won't you try and get in this fortress? You ought to ask Danny. I'm going to be in the week. basement and see how far you get. <laughs> if you get to me. <laughs> you're all, there's some holes in this plan, buddy. <laughs> get to me, you get some hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I let you pick a knife out. My wife calls me hot chocolate. <laughs> hot chocolate queen. The wife. Never mind. Yeah. Um, Move on. Careful there. Careful. Uh, Bonox. Oh, I like that name. Some pretty cool names today. Bonox. <laughs> Bonox. It, Bonox. It's pronounced nose. Bonox. I just got some Bonox. I mean Botox. <laughs> Goodbye, Bo. Thanks for your question. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there, Bo? <laughs> Bo knocks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry about this, Bo. Bo knocks. Please keep asking questions. Hey, who knocks? Bo knocks. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Who's a dickhead? <laughs> Casual preppers. Casual preppers. It's the backpack queen. Yeah. Mm. Um, what do movies get wrong or right when mm. it comes to prepping or survival? Movies like All is Lost. I haven't seen that. What is that one? Name me either. I don't know. Into the Wild. Mm-hmm. Great movie. The yeah. Edge. Excellent movie. Beautiful. World War Z. Loved even it. greater. Oh. Greenland. Oh, gosh. Awesome. The Revenant. Beautiful. Hello. Some great movies. Good job. It's good stuff. Yeah. So what do they get right or wrong? Well, 
when they it comes to prepping and survival. Lots of stuff, okay? I don't have time to go into everything. <laughs> I know, I was like, I <laughs> but let me tell you something that I wish they would do. Um, and not a lot of movies do this. I, I swear, like, movies, they go into full-blown apocalypse too fast. Yeah. For my taste. Yeah. Or, it's like, to be honest, I don't really even like those movies that are like, 25 years after the world ended, and he's surviving. I want to see the in-between. I want to see, like, right before SHTF hits, and right as SHTF is hitting. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's my favorite. That's like that's my Greenland prepper did that really good. G-spot. People are, like, freaking out. You yeah. Know? Like, that's what I like. But n- there's not a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's, like, right where I just, like, yeah, don't stop. Go right there. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, don't stop. <laughs> that's right there. That's, that's how I like it. But nobody does it. It's hard to find. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so, like that's all I'm saying. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Now, I think, so, like, the other thing is, they always kind of portray, like, the ones that have prepared or been, mm-hmm. like ready for events they're they're always just kind of crazy yeah it's true like they always just act like the weirdos and they're usually the dumber ones yeah they really are they go out with a gun and get shot or something yeah it's like the superhero that didn't prep anything's like idiot idiot (laughs) he has a he has an accent like that any good actors british (laughs) idiot 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 or sean connery yeah well, John Connery's Connery the only good actor, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. So, um, but I, I just, I think what they do wrong is they make the prepper type the more extreme and the more kind of weirdo type. Yeah. And that ain't true. We sure. know this. Yeah. Because we're all good preppers, right? No. Um, but yeah, that's all I had to say. Okay. The end. That's great. I like it. Thanks, Bonox. Bonox. Uh, Sam Harrelson. Yeah. You got anything to say? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Woody's brother? Yeah, probably. Um, he tell Woody he's one of my favorite actors. He's one of your favorite, huh? He's great. You just love Cheers. He's funny, but not the Cheers Woody. Like all. Oh, the you stuff don't like afterwards. that Woody? Well, I didn't okay. mind him, but he's you got like better. White man can't jump, Woody? <laughs> or who? Do you, which one? That's which true. Woody? He has a lot of different movies. So. Yeah, I don't know. True Detective. He was great in that. I don't know if you saw that. that was um, great. I, he was awesome in Zombieland. Perfect. Zombieland's great. Yeah, for sure. So. Love it. Anyways, um, this is Woody Harrelson's cousin. I think Samuel Har- Harrelson. Um, where is your bug out bag located, and how often do you update it? Dot dot dot. Jk jk. Just kidding. Uh, since you made fun of me last time for asking. <laughs> thanks for coming back. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming back. No See, hard feelings. Him. No hard feelings. Real question: What bag do you take into work with you for EDC and around town with the fam, but also not to look like a weirdo? It's a good question. Yeah, that's a great question. Um. I have a 3V gear bag mm-hmm. that I use my everyday backpack and it has like all my EDC gear and everything mm-hmm. like that. Or does it? Um, but I take that like everywhere. Yeah. I take it road trips and bathroom. To my bathroom. <laughs> it's pretty much on me everywhere I go. <laughs> take a bath church. with it. I take it to church. Take it to church. Yeah. yeah. Doctor's appointments. Doctor- <laughs> Tanning <Dentist> bed. <laughs> Dentist. <laughs> I have a big old strap. Massages. My my yeah. My tan is just right yeah. where my backpack. Well, you're the backpack queen. I am. <laughs> <laughs> it goes right along with the much you know. Tan I mean? everywhere but where my yeah. backpack sits. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, no, that's a dope. great like I love that bag. And yeah. It's hard in, you know, dress slacks to have all of your EDC gear on. I haven't figured that out very well. No. But that's what I use okay. in my 3V gear bag. Great. I have the um, Eberly Stock F5 Switchblade specifically. It's, it's in my vehicle every day. I don't take it, like, 
with me, like when I go into Walmart. Like it's not on me all the time. It's in your truck right now. It's in my truck I'm right smash now. Smash and grab it. You don't know where my truck is. <laughs> I do. You do. <laughs> but many people don't. But yeah, so it it is kind of it's slightly tactical looking. Um, because it's kind of that uh what color is it? It's kind of that uh it's like that desert tan yep. type thing. But it in no way stands out in our town. No. Do you know what I mean? There could be a backpack in front of you in our town. Yeah. It's camel. Yeah. You won't see it. Because it's camouflage. Yeah. It's all just yeah. hidden in town. It's, exactly, yeah. So I use that every day. I love it. It's an absolute they need to make a gem of a bag. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. That one is cool. It is. I like that one better than my Dude. smaller one. It's I good. made a bad choice when we tri- when we were deciding, <laughs> we were deciding whose is whose. But it's it's a perfect kind of everyday EDC bag. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's perfect we size. We need to z- design a backpack that matches the back seat. That's a great so idea. So when it's sitting in there, you it just looks it. like a console. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. I know. But you open up that console and put it Claimed. on the back. No one copyright. Yeah, copyright casual peppers. Yep. Con- so, the console bag. The console bag by Queen Backpacker. <laughs> Backpack <up>. Queen. <laughs> or whatever. Did you say Queen? Did you say Queen? <laughs> That's a good redneck. <laughs> hey, did you say Queen? <laughs> did you say Queen, Daryl? <laughs> hey, Daryl, that's the backpack queen. <laughs> well, get a selfie with him. Hey, sis, look up here. It's the backpack queen. <laughs> In our town. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought we'd have one? Yeah. Um, get out your camera. We're taking pictures. Uh, are we on Charlie? Charlie Welch. No. <laughs> What you got to say about Charlie Welch? <laughs> He's that, he makes that grape juice. He's the like, heir of the heir. Welch family. <laughs> yeah. The, he only is chief over the gummies. <laughs> the gummies. The Welch gummies. Yeah, they're not bad. <laughs> they're pretty good. They're not bad. Do you all, is it supposed to be your turn? No, nah, just go. Who cares? I'm going to say it. It's your turn. Do y'all have, do you, y'all have all, that's a hard one. To, do y'all have y'all. Do y'all have y'all, y'all Christmas shopping done or y'all... Like me and still shopping on Christmas Eve. Hey, Charlie, it ain't even Christmas Eve yet. <laughs> Give yourself a little more credit. You got time. Guess what? Christmas 2020 done, buddy. It's over. It's over. You know, for like our family and, and everything, that, I'll be honest, we haven't finished I'll be even to this you. point. But it's like all the little things that pop up. It's like, Christmas gifts for your coworkers. Oh, that is the worst. Your neighbors keep bringing crap by. Yeah. And then it's like your boss. And then I'm like, oh, that stuff drives me up the Dude, wall. Dude, the neighborhood gifts, I... I I'm telling you, man, the best thing to do... Too much stress. Is they just put it in a little basket and you uh-huh. slide it over and say, pick your gift. Pick your gift. We have COVID. <laughs> so they just keep taking the gifts that yeah, somebody else gave. That's a great idea. But I really wish we could just make an agreement that... Let's not do it. Yeah. Okay. I, Tony, my wife had sent something out last year, just like, oh, we're, you know, with everybody being busy and yeah. with COVID, we're just getting, and people still brought stuff by. Oh, it's it like you feel obligated to give stuff. Yeah. Back. Don't do it. It's like, you, and then you don't have anything ready. You're like, what am I supposed to do? You grab like a box of cereal or something, yeah. give it to them. If like, you're not bringing by your survey, yeah. don't bring anything. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it if it didn't come with your MPP. But that stuff just takes forever. Yeah, shopping, though. um, Shopping for my parents takes forever. Luckily, my wife does 99% of it. So does mine. She's great. I feel bad. I don't don't feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be mad. My wife, like, gets stuff for... (laughs) 
the people she doesn't work with or know or yeah. see for me. <laughs> She's I'm going like, through the phone book. What do you think they would like? I know. Just random people. And I'm all put out about it. I don't know what they like. <laughs> and then she, she's like, you're dead. I don't know what they like. <laughs> you just sound like, you sound like somebody there. <laughs> sugar and water. That's what you sounded like. The guy from Men in Black. More sugar. <laughs> and water. More yeah. sugar. Um, but yeah, anyways, thanks wife. Thanks wife. You're, you're doing the best. Job. I Getting like Shopping ya. done. I like but it's you. funny, October comes and we're like, let's get the shopping done early. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, you're like, well, we've got like 16 more presents to get. <laughs> you and Charlie, that's So swear. I hear you, Charlie. I hear you. Um, uh, That's it, huh? <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. Good podcast, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> this is it. But you did miss the first part of this podcast by hearing, it goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it in the middle-ish. Prepping requires forethought with regard to food and water, power and protection, and all that other stuff. You know what? If you don't have your Christmas shopping done, let me give you an idea. This is an excellent idea. Listen to Cameron. The Backpack Queen has something to say. Yeah. You can't overlook self-reliant medical care. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to take care of yourself. Urgent cares aren't always going to be around. Your doctor is going to be booked out or quit. Probably. I'm going to quit. Yeah. So you need to get the Prepper's Medical Handbook. You got it. It's not by somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. It's by true expert and survivalist William W. Forge. He knows what he's doing. He does. And he's an MD. He's not some he's prescribed medicine. He the went street, through school forever. Eating a peanut butter cookie. <laughs> he provides the basis of prevention, mm. identification, long term management of survivable medical conditions. <clears throat> and it tells you when to return to the grid yeah. when you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's what it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing that sentence every time I do it. Okay. The organized structure of this book allows you to quickly locate what you're looking for. <laughs> I just like, I overread it and I was like, I'm just going to say whatever I want I to overread say. it. I'm sorry. I overread this. I read past it. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, screw it. I'll just make up a sentence. Um, <laughs> That's a great way to go about it. The by thing the way. I like about this book is just that it like is the easiest book to read when it mm-hmm. comes to medical. Like there's so many books out there that I would recommend, but if you don't, work in medicine all the time mm-hmm. you're not going to understand it for sure because you got to be smart <clears throat> yeah. you got to be super smart no it just breaks down the things that matter the most in surviving on your own yeah go to preppersmedicalhandbook.com yeah. and get a free copy <laughs> it's not free you won't get a you free gotta copy pay for it this uh like this is probably one of my top five books to have in a prepper library that sounds like a question coming up soon yeah. Oh, it is, huh? Yeah. Is it on the next one? Not yet. Oh, but by the way, um, somebody asked this the other day, and I think, I don't know if this has changed, but when you go to PreppersMedicalHandbook.com and you click you want to buy this stuff, it actually just takes you to Amazon now. Oh, so really? So it is what it is. Well, Amazon controls everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably so. get faster shipping anyway. Yeah, probably. Maybe. All right. This comes from Dan. How did that get in there? What? The... Because I just copied the it. The reader Because I just copied it. I was like, what is this? Yeah. This is Dan from Sydney, Australia. Diane. I don't know. How do you say Dan with an Australian accent? Diane. <laughs> Doesn't sound that much different, does it? It sounds like this. Dan. <laughs> Dan. Uh, best show ever. Love learning and staying survived from the casual information you share. That's easy to understand for an average Joe like me. Keep up the great work, guys. Question. I'm in need of a timepiece and was... Thinking of something different from the standard, do you have a survival tactical watch? And what features would you recommend when buying one? Thanks, mates. Uh, I haven't spent much time on the watch thing. I haven't either. We talked, we talked, like, wow, that was way, way back. Um, 
we talked about like some of the things to look at. Yep, we did. Like features. Mm-hmm. You want glow in the dark. Great. You want to have like the tritium dials or luminova dials. So I'd mm-hmm. look for that. Okay. But the stopwatch functionality, I think, is really important. There's sure. a lot of different medical things that you're going to want a stopwatch for. You can just look at the dial, but for the most part. I've got 60 seconds to live. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing like, I got this watch. <laughs> but calculating pulse and all yeah, that for stuff. Sure, yeah. It's really helpful to have stopwatches. If you're going to go diving, scavenging underwater, you're going to want a stopwatch. You're and right. you're going to want it to be waterproof. You, you're you're You don't want it to short out. No. Nope. You're 600 meters down. Yeah. <laughs> I got one minute to get back up. <laughs> but no, those are the things. Like, yeah. I, I really haven't spent much time, so okay. I can't answer your question very well. I would okay. look for one that glows, that's waterproof, has stopwatch functionality. Sounds perfect. Yeah, so I've really wanted to look into this more as well. Um, I don't wear a watch that often. I don't either. And I should, but I do want to get, I want to get, I know this is probably dumb. I want one of those fancy survival watches yeah. that has like GPS and um, all those cool, you know, functionality, the barometer, thermometer. Yeah. It looks like you're wearing a grandfather clock on your arm. So I really like, I've been looking at the Sunto Traverse Alpha. Yeah. That thing's cool. That's one we've mentioned, huh? We have. They make compasses and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's it's great for hunting and other things because like when you shoot a gun, it actually- Reloads your gun. Yeah. (laughs) 5.56 pops out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No. (laughs) It's got a feed. Another round comes out. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. You got to get the right caliber. Sunto ideas. Yeah. We're giving them to you. That's right. Um, but uh, it's got a, yeah, so when you shoot, it actually auto marks where you shot from. Wow. It's kind of cool. Kind of like so when you, you shot, park your car. So if you're in Chicago, you get shot. Yeah, that's cool. Tell the cops where you got shot. It just puts a little marker there. Yeah. You mm-hmm. shot from here. You got shot here. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it has GPS and all that kind of stuff. Um. That's and pretty cool. Garmin has a couple that are really similar, but they're not cheap. They're, it's pronounced German. German has a great <laughs> few watches, but they're not cheap. Yeah. So, um, anyways. I, I don't want, like want wearing to... a watch, mm-hmm. so that's the hard part of me. Like, I ain't got time for that. It's smart to wear a watch. <clears throat> Especially if it's a smart watch. Yeah. Everybody has a smart watch nowadays. You do, man. Five-year-olds wandering around with $400 Apple watch. Old ladies. <laughs> what are you doing with that lady? You can't read your phone. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> When I see they like leave a phone in the clinic, I can see two words. Yeah, two letters. It's all like, yeah, it's like, yeah. how do you read anything? On Let this? me grab my phone, and it's like an <laughs> iPad version one. It's like <laughs> this big. When they're texting people, people, it is literally yeah. like one word I know, or yeah. one letter. The best is when old old ladies are taking photos of people, and they bring out their iPad, you know, <laughs> and they're using their iPad to take photos. It's a shield. Yeah, it's a shield, and it takes photos. <laughs> they need to make, like, a strap so you can hold it like a shield. <laughs> like a Captain America iPad. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we Check. go. How do you like that? That looks great, Sonny. But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the other thing I didn't mention is the perpetual watches are nice because yeah. they just charge, and then you got your solar watches. For sure. Those are some features. I don't think we helped you any. But good luck finding that watch, buddy. Have fun down under. Maybe get you a Fitbit watch. Hey. I don't know. Whatever you want. Or like a swoop. Casio. Or whoop or what are they? Casio actually makes some pretty cool they ones. They do. So like Casio, um, Timex makes some cool ones. Yeah. There's a lot of different ones. Rolex. 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 Yeah. Rolades. Rolades. Oh, I love some Rolades. I do too. I'll eat them just for fun sometimes. <laughs> just for kicks. Well, Cherry, I'll take a few of those. <laughs> um, Bill Fry. What's your worst place? Pepper guy. Yeah. 
What's the worst place that all of a sudden you had to poop? Mm, this is a great question. I for was us. stuck on I 35, uh, semi jacked on black ice, and all the traffic was stopped for 45 minutes. The worst part is that I had eaten the gas station hot link. Mm. Problem number one. That's where you went earlier wrong. in the day, and apparently my stomach was not having it. Well, the, here's the thing. Just know that if you eat a gas station hot link, your stomach will not have it ever. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's not... It's not a gamble. It's not a it's gamble. It's a guarantee. That's like, yeah, it's, you're never going to win that gamble. <laughs> no. That's that's a bet that you're going to lose every time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you haven't I'll, already shoot your pants. Yeah, you you just got to know there's a trade-off. It tastes delicious. Yeah. You're going to shit your pants. Like, there's no way around it. It is yeah. what it is. It should be in the laxative aisle. <laughs> It should, yeah. Pepto and, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think we've shared several of these stories. Yeah, probably. But um, the worst place for me was probably when I tried to drive a U-Haul through a a hotel. This is the greatest story And I think you've probably all heard this I think it might be time to I'll summarize it. it. I'll summarize it. (laughs) Okay. So we were going, we were moving to Roseburg, Oregon, stopped Mm -hmm. in Bend. I had to park. The, the biggest U-Haul you can buy. Yeah. And it has that big, huge, you know, mom's attic. Yeah. Sticking over the top. Like a, it was a three or four lane. I had to pull across, turning left, mm-hmm. and I come in real, I come in hot. <laughs> I came in hot. Because I was pulling the car behind, so I had yeah. to, I was like, I got to clear the road. Looking back, and I, I hit the awning like freaking hard. Yeah. It's just like chicken wire Ooh. and um, stucco boards and down. stucco all coming down. And like, you could just see the windows in the lobby like... <laughs> I was like, oh no. That's gotta be the worst feeling. And that ever. didn't cause me to crap my pants. Yeah. It was the aftermath. So yeah, it was a horrible feeling. I felt terrible. And you know, the guy comes out and says, What are you doing? And you broke my <laughs> This is very bad, very bad. <laughs> yeah. And uh so I pulled it around the back <laughs> and I told my wife, I'm like, you know, just take the kids, go check in to the destroyed hotel. Just leave. Yeah. You know what? Head back to Utah. We're it's... down in Oregon. <laughs> Our time is over here. <laughs> yeah. This is it. So I pulled it around the back, and this is right up aside the the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, okay, I got to call my insurance. You know, the police are coming. Um, as I'm talking to the insurance, we had eaten just before that, and my stomach just goes nuts. Yeah. And it was like I've got, <laughs> it's got a, I've got a crap, <laughs> and I couldn't. Um, I didn't want to go anywhere because I had to stay at the scene. Plus, I had. I was talking to insurance, so I was like, yeah. well. <laughs> and what, you were right behind the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anybody facing yeah. that truck got to witness one of the <laughs> best events ever in the state of Oregon. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I was standing just in the, inside the door of the U-Haul, and I just took crap in yeah. the gutter. Yeah. just And it was not a was, solid turd log. Yeah, this was. It was like yeah. jello pudding. Yes. And, um, yeah, I let it rip. And I just like, I'm pulling pants up, didn't wipe my butt or anything. Yeah. And I'm on the phone with Allstate or whatever. And it's like, yeah, crash truck. You're in good hands with Allstate. <laughs> yeah. And luckily it was next to a flower bed, kicked a bunch of bark over it. Yeah. And so it's solved. just like, it's like this clean gutter and all of a sudden, boing, yeah. this big old mound of bark. And, yeah. the, you know, the police officer shows up and he's like, well, I'm taking a few pictures and he misses stepping in it by like a quarter of an inch and i'm like i'm about to get another ticket right now <laughs> and um yeah that was that yeah. was a horrible experience i had to go that night and go find some underwear and yeah it was bad it was bad that was the worst experience i've ever had that's not go- that's not a good one no no i've, I've had one it wasn't quite that bad because <clears throat> i did make it to a bathroom 
fortunately. But I used to I used to pilot just to sense. I remember when you tell oh this. My gosh, it's like dude, this, every time I it's like flashbacks. <laughs> like I swear I have PTSD from this. But um, so I used to pilot <clears throat> oversized loads, you know. And so we were going through Montana. We're doing this run. It was me, and there's a whole bunch of us. So there's probably like three or four oversized loads, three or four pilot cars, right? All like these grizzled old guys, you know what I mean? Uh, we're in Montana. We had breakfast at a local diner. And, you know, that's always sketchy. Breakfast in general. Oh, my gosh. Does not sit so well. So it's super most early because we got to get on the road early. It's like 6 a.m. My stomach's not ready for this. No. It's never ready for it. So, <laughs> But then I'm an idiot and I order like a soda with it as well. Yeah. Right. So I've got bacon, I've got eggs, I've got syrup, and I've got soda. And you added your laxative bubbles. Yeah. It's like, I'm such an idiot. Um, and so I had this. 50 mile stretch after we got going where I felt I might die. Like I thought I was going to die. I probably sweated out about five pounds, just pure moisture sweating. I had this white knuckle grip and I'm just like, you know, squeezing the steering wheel and I'm doing like these deep breathing exercises. Like, you know how it's like, you don't the contractions know. are closing. Yeah. And it was like, it came in waves and it would go away and I'm like, okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then all of a sudden it would, it would come back again and I'm like timing them. Like I'm, I'm pregnant, you know, they're coming back and I'm like, and then I'm like, it's pissing me off so bad. It hurts. It is so bad that I'm just like screaming in my truck. It's like, ah! you know, trying to get through it without shit in my pants. I just want those guys in those trucks. They didn't oh, yeah. stop it for anything. Dude, they, got they can't. They you can't. can't. It's, it's not easy. And then finally I saw this thing rest stop up ahead one mile. And I'm like, I get on the CB. I'm like, I don't care what happens guys, but I have to stop here or I'm going to die. Like you're, I'm going to die here and then we're all going to be dead. I'm going to become septic. From yeah. Turn. <laughs> and they're like, we're just bad on the road. And I'm like, sorry, dude, I'm stopping. I have to use the bathroom. And so I stopped and luckily they all came in behind me and there's just enough room to get everybody in. Really? I sprinted to the bathroom. I barely made it. Um, it's probably the best feeling. You made it. Though. I made it. It was probably the best feeling I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Sitting down on that toilet in the middle of Montana and just letting it go. It was the best feeling I've ever had, that I think. That is sphincter mastery at its finest. <laughs> Dude, it took every ounce of energy that I've ever had in my life to make it through, to get to the point where I could get to the bathroom. The day after those, you're like, why is my scalp stiff? <laughs> know, it's like muscles in weird my places. Freaking, my muscles in my forearm hurt from squeezing the steering wheel. and from oh. I've done that where you're just like grinding it, like yeah. twisting the leather on the steering wheel. Yeah, it was not good. Um, so anyways... That was fun. Those are good. Been there. That Done one made that. me laugh pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. When you told me the first time. <laughs> Still great to hear. <laughs> Every, We've yeah, all been in those thing. like driving where you're like, huh? yeah, It's horrible. Yeah, but that was just the situation. Everything around it made it so much worse. Anyways. Yeah. There you go, Bill Fry. Thanks, Bill Fry, to poop your pants guy. Um, <laughs> Jason Lackey asks, what are the first five things you should do to complete once an SHTF situation occurs? This is a good question. It is a great question. Um. It depends a lot on what that SHTF is, obviously. Yeah. But I'm going to go with like a natural disaster. You know, something big happens yeah. like that. Um, I'm going to work on like, what do I have to use right now? I'm mm -hmm. going to fill up my tubs. I'm going to use yeah. the water that's still in, you know, pressure and still in my house. You know, yes. you still got, if you're in the basement, you can, you know, fill up a tub or wherever. You're going to you fill up know. that water, Bob. <clears throat> you don't know how much water you're going to end up going through. So get whatever you can until it's either cut off or contaminated. 
or it maybe it doesn't get cut off, but you might as well try yeah. just in case. Yeah. So get those water bobs. And then mm-hmm. the second, shut off valves. Mm-hmm. You know, if your house shook a little or they're whatever, go shut off your gas, shut off your water after you, you know, water, I'm going to go for gas first, obviously. Sure, yeah. But then after that, you know, you get all the water collected, you might want to shut that off to keep your system from, you know, breaking yeah. and flooding and all that crap. Three, I'm going to check on my family, get everybody together, make sure everybody's accounted for and healthy, safe. Um, inventory check would be number four. See what we have. Know if we are going to, at that point, start rationing and, and or start to be really smart about things mm-hmm. and maybe take, take a last little run to the grocery store that everybody's going to clean out, you yeah. know, top off some of those items. For sure. Number five, call Signal Kobe that I got the outline done for next week's podcast. I hope that's true. I hope you really did get <laughs> I it. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> that's great. I like that. Um, so I'm going with checking the fam first. I just want you to remember that, dear, that I had you number one on my list. Cam had his number uh, three. So I don't want him uh, to flood and get blown up. <laughs> I get you. Um, so then water, you know, fill the tubs, water bobs, water lines, water, 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 all the water stuff. Um, figure that out. Fuel. Make sure you can get that one last fill up because fuel is going to be so critical in Got a flat bed, or you got a regular bed truck? Yeah, fill it up. Just right to the brim. Yeah, <laughs> right to the brim. You're gonna lose a little with sloshing, but yeah. it's worth it. <laughs> Just put a tarp on the top. You'll yeah, be you're fine. fine. No biggie. Just uh, caulk the all all the inside. Yeah, that's what I've done. I don't think gas will eat caulk up any. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Doubt it. Um, cash is the next thing. Do you have enough cash? Can you still get cash? Is it accessible? Yeah. Get to, get that true. cash at the ATM. Everybody use plastic mm-hmm. and that stuff gets shut down. Yeah. And the next text cam about the next podcast outline. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Got you, buddy. <laughs> don't worry. It's yeah. on my list too. Good, good. Oh, what? Brian France? You got, I you think got Bill, in twice. Yeah, yeah, he did. Damn it. Bill. Brian. O'Brien. Oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't Bill's Brian. We'll get your name right. Yeah, don't worry about it. Will you guys be writing another book? I don't know. Kobe, will you be writing another book? Mm-mm. I, Probably uh, not. Yeah. Um, I, that's what I said. Is Kobe's yeah. ambitious? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I have an idea. You do? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> the reason I don't write is, one, I'm not good with grammar. And spelling. I'm, I'm good at spelling, but I just like overanalyze everything I write. Uh, I'm yeah. like, I don't think that that makes sense. Or uh, do I got to run on sentence? Yeah. Does this get to the point quick enough that somebody's going to keep reading? And I just spend way too much time doing it. I get it. I really hate it. Mm-hmm. I really hate writing. Okay. So, That's all right. Your answer is no. Yeah. So probably not. It's maybe a poem. Dude, it's so poem. Poem. It's so hard. There's so much work to write. It is a ton of work. And I just don't have the time anymore to yeah. do that. Um, I had more time at that point, but even that was tough. Yeah. Writing that one. And it, was, it wasn't like it was, you know, freaking gone with the wind or <laughs> some shit like that. It was just the 140-page book yeah. that um, was, you it's know. no Dr. Seuss. It's no doc. Yeah, yeah. No green eggs and ham. <laughs> no. You know. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a ton of work, really hard. Probably not going to happen again. Yeah. I don't know. know what we would talk about. I don't know. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Pooping in the truck. Pooping, yeah. yeah. Stories from Casual Purpose Life. Yeah, that's right. Um, memoirs. Me- the memoir of the memoirs. backpack queen. Um, <laughs> Foster Patton. Hey, Foster. Related to General Patton. Yeah. Great, great Down grandson. the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. So was Patton killed or was it an accident? I don't know. That's a conspiracy. Write that book. That's a good one. Mm-kay. Have you heard that? Uh-uh. No. That he was killed instead of... 
was he accident. killed? <laughs> it's not like that he was killed. It's not like you. I don't know. Argument has to sound that way. Yeah, I think he was killed. I don't know. Um, yeah, was he killed? <laughs> after the end of the world as we know it, and electricity is all but gone, what do you do with all the appliances and such? Scrap metal, garbage blockade. That's good. That's a good one. Um, if you have a generator, hopefully you can just keep using them all. Sure. Uh, that's warm. true. Yeah. Yeah. But once, you know, that all runs out, maybe you can put everything together and build a time machine and go back to before. Oh. And now you're thinking. Stop the problem from happening. I, I've heard it's not easy to build a time machine. I know. I've worked on it. Yeah. <laughs> can't I just, find the crystals can't. that I need. It's just, everything's tough. It's yeah. It's tough to do. Um, <clears throat> that microwave, though, could be used as Faraday cage. A pandemic again, so I, don't, yeah. I think I'm just going to stay in the future. Yeah, <laughs> well, in the present. Yeah, um, yeah. Microwave can be a Faraday cage, so that's something. That's, that's true. Useful. Yeah, maybe build doghouse out of your oven. <laughs> Cat house. I don't know. <laughs> right? Chicken coop. Chicken coop. I don't Whatever know. Whatever you want. You can put a baby in there. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. It's good. Small women. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with the oven. <laughs> it could be double oven. <laughs> Calling all small women. <laughs> you want to get in this playhouse? <laughs> playhouse. I got a double oven just for you. <laughs> Not what you think either. <laughs> come on down. Come on, come on down. But I, yeah, I've never thought about what appliances I could use for maybe a weapon or. Target practice is probably what's going to happen with half of those things. Refrigerator. It's got glass. I'm going to shoot it. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Just in your house. <laughs> Kids, what's practice shooting across the kitchen here? <laughs> we going to shoot through the dining room today. <laughs> what did you, you just Go said get today, toaster. that guy in, oh, yeah. in the basin. Invernal, yeah. He was, he shooting lost his mind yeah. and he's been shooting in his crawl space it's and the through attic. the walls. Yeah. Oh, is that what? It was the attic crawl space. Yeah. Got skinwalkers running and around. The funny thing is, he called the cops. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I killed somebody in the crawl space. <laughs> and they get there, and there's nobody in there, and they figure out he's mentally disturbed. It's just freaking paraphernalia everywhere. Yeah. They're like, uh. Yeah, there was meth. He was like paraphernalia. All, he was all messed up. Yep, that's good to hear. Mm. Your neighbors are just shooting inside. They got him. Yeah, they got him. So it's all right. Yeah, Kim, I want you to imagine this. The grid is down. Your hometown was just devastated by a natural disaster. Or you stop to help a car that You're shitting down. in an oven. You're shitting in an oven. You got a microwave with a baby in it. I don't know. You're doing, you got it. Stuff gets weird at the end of the world. Blender full of bullets. <laughs> I don't know. Things are getting weird. Toaster first aid kit. I don't know. <laughs> Bunch of gauze in you the cut toaster. Cut your finger off. I'll put it in the toaster. Yeah, That'll seal it. Stick in a toaster. You got a bunch of gauze and neosporin in there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it from time to time to keep it sterile. <laughs> we're coming up with ideas. I'm, we're gonna keep answering that question. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want chicken eggs? Go get. Go open up the dryer. <laughs> yeah, got them in the dryer there. <laughs> oh, you got a hammer in that nail? Go grab the iron. <laughs> Hit that thing. <laughs> Anyways. Use your mind. <laughs> Use your mind and your appliances. <laughs> uh, would you have what you need to deliver a baby? <laughs> your voice. <laughs> so, so, a little bit weak there. It was, no, I don't. No, you, you don't. But the combat. Well, you may. 
you you might. have cords on your appliances. That's and right. Pull the baby out. Uh, combat Midwife developed the perfect kit to add to your preps. The official Combat Midwife birth kit, brought to you by Medical Gear Outfitters, will give you peace of mind in a chaotic world. Our new world consists of COVID, quarantines, and overrun hospitals. Babies are unpredictable about when they decide to join us in this crazy world. A birth kit is just what you need to be prepared for any labor and delivery emergency. The movies lied to you, Cameron. You need more than a newspaper and a shoestring to deliver a baby. The Combat Midwife Birth Kit is just what you need for the lady you love in any SHTF birth (laughs) situation. Here you go, honey. (laughs) I love you. I open love that, Open that up. See what's inside. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're going to love it. This kit is user-friendly. All these items included are exactly what the combat midwife takes to every birth, and now you have access to them, too. You'll you'll never be caught unprepared again. Buy this kit and all of your family's medical gear needs at medicalgearoutfitters.com. Learn more about the combat midwife and how to use this kit at combatmidwife.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get 10% off all the gear at Medical Gear Outfitters. That's a great How deal. How cool is that? I just heard from somebody, one of our listeners, said, hey, I'm going to go buy one of these for my brother who just got pregnant. Not him, his wife. <laughs> yeah. His, his wife just got pregnant. He said, you know. Good for you. It's a great Christmas present for somebody that wants to be more prepared and has a, a baby on the way. Yeah. And say the baby thing moves on, like there really is some good gear in there. Yeah. It's good gear. That's great. Good great baby stuff. gear. Yep. Miss Melander. Miss Melander. Where will World War III pop off first? Is that Russia? what she sounds like? Yep. Okay. Russia, Ukraine, maybe. Mm-hmm. China, Taiwan, mm-hmm. maybe. Israel, Iran, mm-hmm. North Korea, and whoever. Mm-hmm. Something else? I don't know. It's Where a do great you think? question. I yeah. mean, for me right now, I'm putting my money on Russia. Yeah. That They're, seems, yeah. You know what I mean? China's building for something. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, to me, they're building up to defend a really poor choice they're going to make. Probably. So... I'm I'm leaning on China. Okay, Russia is always making some. Crazy I just feel like it would be more fun if it was Russia. It would be. You know what I mean? We were expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna have World War Three, I want it to be Russia. Yeah. Not China. We built up so much like yeah. fear of mm-hmm. them, and just, we're just like it's just they're, gonna be they're ready to do something. Yeah. It's yeah. just they they're unpredictable. They are unpredictable. You know, China's gonna be like ah, oh, we're gonna shoot you here. Yeah. Russia, you don't know what they're gonna do. Right. They could bring out like pigs. On, on leashes and uh, invade Chicago with them. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> they do. They come up with like a lot of weird, weird stuff. stuff. So that's why I'm going with Russia. Did okay. you see that the United States just tested a laser and blew up a target? I heard something about that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it worked cool. good. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> that was the commander. Hey, did it work good? <laughs> work good. Good. So let's report back to. Uh, yeah. The Pentagon. Tell Biden that we did it. It worked good, Biden. Worked good, Biden. <laughs> Give us some more money. I want to know what the target was. Microwave. It's probably microwave. just a beach ball. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it, boy. Good job, guys. Good job. Um, Milo, the giant yellow lab. It's a good book. We got a dog who's a listener. Um, <laughs> if you found $10,000 and could only spend it on preps. If you found $10,000. <laughs> I to go with that. Like, I was going to continue singing, but I couldn't come up with anything that was any better. Uh, you can only spend it on preps. What would you get and why? Okay. 10000 bucks. I'd be rich. That would go nowhere nowadays. Yeah. No. I get um, a tank of gas and get gone. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> That's it. 
Buy a couple mm-hmm. things, toilet paper, bullets. That's probably like yeah. 50 rounds. Yeah. $10,000 now. Fill up my magazine and go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd buy one of those fancy home generators. Cool. You know, those are sweet. Yeah. Get You get full voltage there. You get, Can you? You get what, like 12,000 watts from those at like Home Depot? Sounds I'd cool. love to get one of those. And they're like maybe five grand or so. Nice. You can go way up on You can them. get other stuff too. Yeah. You still got five Wood. grand left. Yeah. Buy some wood wall there, some cement bags. Yeah. That's what I would cool. do. Cool. I like that. And then I'd probably spend it on some other preps, like food and water. That's a great idea. I'm going with straight knives and backpacks. Yeah. My wife would love that. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to do that. This is 10000 in backpacks. <laughs> exactly. I can't decide which color. Yeah, I got all the colors, babe. <laughs> um, Now, probably like a really cool like solar setup for my house. You yeah. Know? Panels, That's a good one. batteries, and all that kind of stuff. I, I always wanted to do that. Yeah, freeze dryer maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, freeze dry some things. Yeah, strawberries and burritos. <laughs> I don't know, good stuff. You know, those two together. Strawberry right? burritos. Those are my favorite. Bean. Those beef, are called creeps. strawberry. Those are called creeps. Oh, <laughs> crepes. Yeah, Brian knows about those. Brian. Brian France. does know about those. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Yeah, I, I'd also like one of those big water tanks. Like the 500 gallon ones, 5,500 gallons. 1,000 gallons, yeah. Like 5,500 gallons. Down miles, I mean, gallons an hour. But I'd have to basically remove my house, put one down in the basement. Worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Maybe invest the rest in crypto. Yeah, it's a great idea. Ride into Shiba Inu. Why not? It's not my money. Found it. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Why not? Didn't have it. And so, what's the loss, you know? Yeah. Um. Purple Sky Farm. Mm, I love nope. Purple, yeah. Purple Sky, Sky at night. <laughs> Neighbor's delight. Yeah. Purple Sky morning. Neighbor take morning. Yeah. You mentioned a spike in people's interest in preparedness at the beginning of the pandemic. Has that been sustained over the last year or have most of us wandered back to our cat videos? I don't know that we have a way of per, like really analyzing whether or not We this do happened. actually, Cameron. Well, it's called podcast analytics. He's just saying preparing. We don't know if they're preparing. Yeah, but I think I think what she's asking is, is the be, podcast yeah, numbers. Yeah, because we talked about, when Curran was here, we talked about the huge spike we got um, right around when COVID hit hard, right? So March of 2020. Yeah. So there was a huge, and there still is a huge spike there. And it came down. Yeah. It came down about, you know, a month and a half later. But since then, it has been kind of like this sustained growth. And we're about up to where we were at that point as far as listenership goes. So I don't know if that's just we're getting funnier and better looking yeah. so people want to listen or if it's there are just more people that are interested in preparedness and <clears throat> wanting to get into the game. I don't know. I think they're seeing this pandemic thing yeah. has been way bigger yeah. of a disaster than just a short term. Yeah. Um, so that or we offended some people at one point and they came back and they came back screw it I don't care <laughs> I like the voices these guys are annoying but yeah. I got nothing better to do what else am I gonna do <laughs> it's gotta be a poop storage somewhere yeah, yeah. worth it yeah. yeah so thanks Purple Sky yeah. Farm how about Tie Tap Tie Tap Tie Tap he asked being a type 1 diabetic I know I have my downfalls when it comes to SHGF situations also being dealt the hand I was given what would be the most important preps to take care of myself in long term SHGF other than a 90 day prescription for in other basic preps so yeah I don't know this is this is a really tough one I think Cam is better suited to answer this as he is smarter with <laughs> diabetics than I am. I don't have a lot of experience dealing with them. Yeah. And I know most type 1 diabetics 
obviously have dealt with it since they were a child, I'm, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best thing that you can do is get um, medical information about how, you know, a crisis for a type one diabetic is treated. Yeah. Just those things, obviously, um, you may not have access to a hospital. Whatever basic things that you can do, you're going to want to know every way and how to treat complications associated with type 1 diabetes. Yeah. The other thing that I would do is get a uh, a, a book that has, which actually I think this is coming up later, mm-hmm. uh, of books that we recommend. Um, one that specifies diabetic medication in their generics. Mm-hmm. So if you're like scavenging or you're wanting to take something that's going to help, obviously with type 1 it's different from type 2, but anything that could kind of... Mm-hmm give you some assistance with the type one diabetes, um, when you don't always have access to insulin, you know, any little thing like that is probably all I could recommend, uh, in terms of taking care of the cards that you were dealt. Like, yeah, that's tough. That's a tough tough one. one. It really is. Mm -hmm. The insulin is crucial, but I, and like we've said before, um, you can get insulin over the counter. You don't have to have prescription. So you could, stock up on that too yeah but i just learned some of the ins and outs of you know what kind of what goes down when you go into the hospital in a crisis mm-hmm. and you know what iv fluids and stuff like that so just learn up on it good you probably already know pretty much everything more than most providers mm-hmm. even but um knowing how to deal with the complications and teaching somebody else or have a list yeah written out for somebody if you're unconscious or know your body well you know yeah that's a tough one that's a tough one buddy mm-hmm. Great. Thanks, Ty Tap. Yeah. Heather dot Johnson dot one zero zero four eight three. You missed out on some of I bet you that's the last six of her social security. It number. probably is. Let's try it. Guaranteed. Later. We're gonna we're gonna figure out the other three. Yeah. In a home alone scenario, whose kids would have the most vicious booby traps? Cam's boys or Kobe's girl? This is a great question. Yeah, that is a this really is good a question. really good question. So this is tough. This is really tough. So I think our kids each have their cons and pros I to do them, too. right? So that's what I figured. So I feel like I feel like Cam's oldest kid. He would have some crazy, elaborate booby trap set up with diagrams and stories along with yeah. each one. I really do. I think he would have like, and it would be elaborate. Yeah, he's a heavy reader and he's yeah. a very deep thinker deep thinker and he's always like writing stories and stuff and i think he, he would have he's some got a creative mind. yeah yeah so i think that would be great and his middle kid would just come in and bum rush people that's how i see <laughs> it's not right? gay no, but he's <laughs> not, not not bum rushing that way but i mean just come in like a bull in a china shop yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah so i think they have that, some demented minds and i think most boys do sure. kind of have like that those thoughts of like yeah. they like to draw like heads cut off for sure being, so it'd probably be pretty uh lethal <laughs> Some booby traps. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but I feel like Kobe's girls are um, and nothing against my boys, but I think they're a little more clever. I think their setups would be followed through and they'd work. My boys mm-hmm. probably get distracted building them, and half <laughs> they'd be halfway finished or not mm-hmm. even started. Sure. So mm, I, I can see that. I guess I don't I, know. My youngest, um, she would come up with some craft, some crazy looking contraption that could like confuse. The, the invaders <laughs> coming in, and then Lucy would jump on their backs like Lucy a spider could, monkey. Yeah. And like rear naked choke them. Because I probably, no joke, I probably get rear naked choked like five times a day. <laughs> like I have to like 
like defense all day when I'm sitting in a chair at the house. <laughs> all damn day. That's awesome. So it's uh, I have to be careful. She'd be the one that would be, you know, pretty scary to deal with. Yeah, she would be. She's she's lethal. She's got some. She's got some skills. Yeah, on, on jujitsu. She's like hyper folks when she wants to get it done. Yeah, when she wants to get it done for sure. But I don't. I don't know about the booby trap thing. That's where it comes down to. I feel like. Your your oldest son's gonna have some clever stuff going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really do. So uh I think it's a it's a it good head to head match. It, he would have the design, mm-hmm. Bennett would put it together mm-hmm. and then send Ellis through it. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if this works. <laughs> Ellis, go through. Yeah. My youngest. There's would some be... fruit snacks on the other end of the room. <laughs> he would, go get he would like yeah. he would watch it happen for sure. That's a good question. That is a good Thanks, question. Heather Johnson. Ty Spence 12. In a bug out type scenario, would both of your families stay together and head for the hills or split up and join your respective family's relatives? Is this something y'all have discussed? Love y'all's hard work. Thanks, Ty. That is a good question. Yeah, we've we've kind of bounced the idea around of mm-hmm. I would assume we would probably, you know, bunk up together, just me and Kobe. Mm-hmm. We've trained our families, they know where the gear is, yeah. and they'd be on their own. Yeah, we probably, wish we wish him the best. We'd probably live podcast whatever thing was going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got to go quick do a podcast. Yeah, and never come back. Never come back. Yeah. No, we have talked about that though. We have. Like, yeah, combining our stuff and like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it's hard and, because and how big of a group you would want to. Yeah, you've got family in town. Yeah, and so do you. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we both have family in town, so I feel like. It's going to be kind of like a large network with your family and my family. We're all just kind of help each yeah. other with the things that we're good at, and yeah, um, you know. I, but it, I don't know. It, yeah. I think it depends on the situation, right? Right. If if it's better to be at your house for some reason, you know. It, yeah, I think for the most part, we'll probably like stay with our individual families, yeah. but we would like help. Keep a, yes, we would keep a good trade keep, system going. Yeah, keep tabs trade on cards everybody. between yeah. each exact group, baseball cards and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it, but it's it's a it's tough to know what the situation is going to look like. You know, we've got our so, walkie-talkie channel. We do, yeah. We have. I mean, that really is like comms go down. We know what we're going yep. to do to contact each other without having to go back and forth. So, it's stay off that channel. Stay off that channel. Um, I got to tell you though, off the grid surplus. They just sent us a few of their new destroyer flannels. Boy. Oh boy, yeah. do I like it. I've yep. wore it like 10 times. My wife's like, you got to stop wearing that, bro. <laughs> I, know, I, I love it. I do too. Um, I love it. I went to order another one, but the one's back order. Dang it. Yeah. You sons of- um, they are, they're comfortable. They fit well. That's what I love about their stuff is the fit. It does. It it's fits great. It's fantastic. My wife bought me this flannel. We were, apparently we're taking family pictures at some point in February. She's like, I bought all these clouds. She doesn't sound like that. She said, um, and I it bought it. It's like garbage. Yeah. I hate it. It's yeah. too big. It's it's flannel's and, hard. Like, it is flannel's always like super yeah. wide mm-hmm. and super short. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Or it's your dad's shirt. Exactly. So this like I think it was the same day my off the grid surplus oh, flannel, flannel came tiny. and I put it on and she's like that looks a lot better and I'm like I know I'm wearing this and so she's like maybe I ought to just wear that. <laughs> Good. We'll send the other one back. Yeah. I wore the thing I liked the most is I wore it when I traveled. Mm-hmm. And so I had the little Heidi pocket yeah. that I had cash in my, like, For sure. you had to have your immunization card and your license. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's so nice to have it here where I wasn't going to pull my pocket, like, yeah. pull my pocket, pull my phone out and flip all my cards out or exactly. something like that. Yeah. And then you has your back pocket. I've dropped my phone in that just, like, mm-hmm. in a hurry. It's like, oh, let's drop it in that back pocket. Yep. It's a, they're great. They're great stuff. So go check them out. Go all to, of their stuff is awesome. Offthegridsurplus.com. Get an extra 15% off with our code CASUALPREPPERS15. So this code has changed. There's something happened with our code and it got put on some website somewhere. 
that wasn't oh, yeah. ours. And so people were abusing it, and we don't stand for it. So we changed it. Sons of bees. Casual Preppers 15 now, guys. That gets you 15. Just think about it. You're getting 15% off because of Casual Preppers. Casual Preppers 15. It's just Pretty a rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. It, use Casual Preppers. doesn't work. Add a 10. Add a 5. Mm-hmm. Add a 15, add 20, a yeah. 50. It'll work at some yeah. point. Uh, off the grid surplus. Go check them out. Steve underscore D12. Mm. Cheese steaks or hoagies? Great question. I'm going with the cheese steak because they're cheese good. Cheese steaks are good. They're great. So, um, I'm going to go with hoagie. Fine. Just because. <laughs> no, I I like cheese steaks, but grease has been destroying me lately. That's right. And destroying my. You're underwear. very no, you're kidding. very picky with your grease. I have like, never when been we that go way. Out, you're like blotting your food with like a. I don't do that that much. You do quite frequently. <laughs> you did it the other day with pickles. I did saw I? it at the at um the place where they gives you pickles. I love pickle juice. I don't yeah. know why I you did were that. like blotting. I'm like, bro, just eat. Dude, it. I love pickles. I, I know. Would I never do, do that. You did. <laughs> you did it. I swear. That um, <laughs> was funny. It, but, but yeah, yeah grease I, messes me up. I and can cheese see steaks are pretty. They're greasy. greasy. They are greasy. Um, I'll give you that. But I like a hoagie. I always do. We when we went to Yellowstone, we were trying to save money, mm-hmm. and we just had hoagie buns yeah. and sandwiches. And I never got sick of them. They're great. They're hard. They're hard to beat. Hoagie buns are great, but they go bad in an hour. Yeah, you got to. They eat get them moldy quick. in like two seconds. You got to eat them quick. So that's yeah. the only downside. Great question, Steve. Yeah. Let's go to Morgan Outdoors. How high of a priority is cleanliness and sanitation on your list of preps? I think it's Kobe's number one, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, sure. Right. But I think it should be, like, it's probably top five, probably, or top ten for me, mm-hmm. possibly a top five priority. Yeah. Just because sanitation means health, you know? Yeah, dude, if you have bad sanitation, I don't care how many five, five, six you got, yeah. you're going to die. <laughs> right. You, if you got, if, if, it doesn't matter. You got infections. Yeah. Look doesn't at past matter. history. Yeah. Sanitation issues led to, like, Typhoid. everything. <laughs> like, it's a bad thing. So you've got to be clean. Yeah. you got to keep clean. Uh, otherwise you're going to die. The Garbies aren't going to come. Hmm? The Garbies. Garbies? Oh, yeah. Garbies. Um, Is it Garbies or Garbies? I don't know. Anyway, either or. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, like, that that's going to accelerate mm-hmm. health problems yeah. if you're not prioritizing some sanitation. Plan. Yeah, you got to, I mean, in sanitation isn't just Not everybody can paper. crap in a corner forever yeah. and get away with it. And it's it. not just toilet paper. It goes, you know, it's soap and it's it's all, it's t- toothpaste. I will not and... let you in my group if you stink and yeah. Like never taking showers. No, no, thank you. I take three. Or you have bad breath. Biggest pet peeve. Yeah, bad breath is bad too. So that's why I always have gum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even like that. I do. And that's a sanitary thing. It and is. And it helps prevent cavities. Yeah. If you're sugar free. But it anyways, is. um, it's huge. Thanks, Morgan. Out it's huge. Way. Thanks. He's like, I better take a shower now. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys put it up on the list. Yeah, I gotta do it. Um. Yeah. Trail Sam. Trails. Am. <laughs> Thirty three. Sam. Trosam 33. Trosam. What particular prep makes you cringe at its absolute uselessness or this worthlessness? Was, this was a really hard question, actually, to answer because... It was a really hard one for me. Uh, there's not much that's really useless. There's You can use almost anything, right? Yeah. And I, I was thinking about those really cheap, like, stupid, like, gas station survival contraptions, you know there's what I mean? There's a ton of That them. go, like, in your wallet or something <laughs> yeah. like that. They're kind of stupid, but again... They're not necessarily useless. Like if you can you at use least them. have it. Yeah, it's something. But so the only thing I could come up with is those really, really cheap ass first aid kits, like the ones that, like the alcohol pads are all dried up. The 
the they are in an abundance too. Yeah, the band aids don't stick. Yeah, and the antibiotic cream is rancid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that's the one thing I think is probably a little bit useless. You've got to have something that's a little bit nicer. You do, and there are nicer ones you can buy. Yeah, but. A do-it-yourself is going to get you further than most of those stupid kids. Yes, I agree. Yeah, but I thought that was a good answer. I I put those. There's a lot of fire starters out there, mm-hmm. and if you're throwing it in your bag, we've had tons that are just pure trash. Mm-hmm. Like it's easier to start a wet piece of wood mm-hmm. than some of these fire starters. Yeah, they're not great. So I and I mean they're super helpful and they're good, and, and I would recommend them, but. Make sure you've tried Most them. Most of the time, you know, you don't need to blow a lot of money on them. You just got to try them out. Yep. The little disc ones are probably my favorite ones. Yeah, they're great. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, the preparedness guy. If you found a dollar thirty-seven and you could only spend it on press. <laughs> he must have pulled that out of his pocket. <laughs> if you found a dollar thirty-seven, I'm like, what a random number. What would you get and why? I just uh, said, you know, I think you can get rubbing alcohol for around that. Mm. And a bottle of that can go a long way. Mm. Helps you burn things. That's great, yeah. Cleans things. And if you get super desperate, you can drink it and go blind. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Put a good somebody out. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Kind of like ether. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'd say rubbing alcohol be good one, or maybe a Mylar blanket. That's a great idea. Ones. Those are both great ideas. Um, I went with the Bic lighter. That's a great Usually one. you can get one for around a buck. You just uh, one single one. You know what I mean? Intimidate people. Yeah. Burn your just hand don't like hurt. on lethal weapons. Don't even hurt. <laughs> um, obviously you can start fires, keep warm, you can cook, burn down a building. You can do a lot of different things with them. So buck thirty seven. Put my money on that, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Thanks for preparedness. Go guy. to the uh McDonald's value menu. Oh yeah. Get you something good. Double burger. Yeah. Mm. Do they have the quarter pounder still on there? On the dollar menu? No. It used to be. Really? Mm-hmm. It was a value. That's been a while, a bro. Ago. Probably in the 90s. Well, I am 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CVT Chloe Mack. Okay. I guess that's how you say that. Sure. Have you ever been in the drive-thru and thought about how terrible it would be <laughs> to be caught there during a crisis? Multiple mm-hmm. cars in front and behind you, a building on one side and a brick wall on the other. What do you do? It's a good question. What do you do? I'd just crawl out the window into the drive-through window. Oh, you got a bunch of food in there, mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, yeah, if you had. Like what a if sh- it's like a tornado or something? Yeah, you different. know what I mean, or like a um, flood. Yeah, that but was, you can't get out. That's a, it is a scary predicament. Yeah, you can easily get trapped in those. Yeah, when I was like driving in traffic in San Francisco, I'm like, what if this never moved? <laughs> it's like, what if this is where I die? <laughs> yeah, I probably would rather yeah. just die in the car. Uh huh. But yeah, no, that's a scary deal. It really is. So I got to tell you a story. I'd about hope this. you were in a fast food. You bust in and maybe get some food. <sighs> yeah, that's uh, you, at least you have that. So I have a story kind of about this, not really <laughs> exactly, but sort of. So I was coming home late one night, and it was a three-hour drive from where I was coming from. So I was like, it was a night, just yeah, like just like this. Um, so I was coming home. It was super late. It was like ten o'clock. I was hungry. I had been doing jujitsu all day, and I had to, I had to come home late. So I, I was going through this town, and it, this was like when there was all those work shortages and like none of the places were ever open. Was that after you tested or something? Yeah, I, or right before I tested. It was it was a date, but um. So I was going through Heber, right, and the only place it was open was McDonald's, and but I was starving. Like it was ten o'clock. I did, I wanted to get home. I'll lower my standards. <laughs> yeah. So I I pull in. And the line is just behind where you kind of get locked in where the where you order. And I, there was nobody behind me. And I waited for like 10 minutes. And I just wanted to get home. That's enough. You know, and I'm like, screw it. I'm getting out of here. This is stupid. As soon as I start to back up, two cars come in behind me. <laughs> okay. So at this point, it's like 10, 15. I'm like, 
fudge. And that line, I was in that line for 40 minutes. Ugh. It was like 11 o'clock by the time. I was so pissed off by the time I got out of there. And so I'm an idiot and I drink this soda water, like carbonated water. I'm such an idiot. And I tried to order it. Nobody has any Blows idea. Their minds. Nobody has any idea ever what I'm ordering. You want Coke in it? Like, what? Is, what do you mean? Just water with bubbles? What Are you it? cleaning your car? The one time I was at McDonald's and I said that, they're like, really? You want that? That's what we give to people as a joke. <laughs> I'm like, no, I really do want it. So I ordered it, and so I finally get out of there, and I'm driving. Seltzer. Yeah. Seltzer water. Yeah, and I'm driving, and they gave me unsweetened iced tea. <laughs> I was so pissed off, I wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> Anyways, um, that might be the biggest He's disappointment. He's felt that. He's felt that. Yeah. That might be the biggest disappointment in my life so far. <laughs> it was that day, that, that night. That sounds tragic. So yeah, I've thought about it. It was horrible. Okay. <laughs> Scary deal. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, this one comes from Jay Shanahan, 81. What five books would you recommend a lazy prepper keep on his bookshelf to read after the Chinese-Russian hybrid solar flare variant hits? Also, what are the five main areas you would need to cover with these books? Medical, mechanical, mythical. Keep up the good work. We love you in the UK, uh, GB, whatever that means. Um, great question. I didn't really read into this very... I just did the books, so... <laughs> you're just getting a list of books. Number one, Prepper's Medical Handbook. Cam... Great book. It's a great one. Uh, the Terrascon Pharmacopoeia, just because Cam says that's a great one. It is for, a good one. For that kind of stuff. Tells you meds, what they do. Yep. Um, the Prepper's Water Survival Guide. That's the thing. Like, I'm not great at remembering. No, I think that's. Like, the very specific things that you need to do to make sure your water is drinkable. Like, I know I know you got to boil it, and I know you got to do this and that. And I just don't ever remember, like, portions, like, this much bleach to this much water, all that stuff. This book is great for that. Um, when it comes down to it, and it has great things all about water. So I think it's really good. Bushcraft 101, pretty It is good. I like that book. And the SAS Survival Handbook. Those are the ones I went with. I can't remember the SAS Survival Handbook. It's, it's, bas- it's like um, like an overview of everything survival, cool. basically. Um, God, there's a lot of books. Mm-hmm. It'd be a hard, this is a hard one, but I did, uh, and I've talked about it before, Procedures for Primary Care. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of like basic stuff that, can be done in offices, but you could do a lot of these at home, mm-hmm. you know, to yourself. This is not medical advice, but like it has like toenail removals and what do you do when you get a fish, fish hook in your hand? Um, mm. how to suture, like, it's just a really useful book for basic procedures that you can do on your, on your own. Yeah. A lot of those are in the prepper's medical handbook, Yeah, but this one includes like putting together your own fact, you know, the prepper's medical handbook is just an easier read yeah. because it's, it's written for just basic knowledge on medicine. Cool. Bushcrafter, I, I love that one. That yeah. Bushcraft 101 has a lot of cool things that just makes surviving in the wilderness a lot better, <laughs> a yeah. lot easier. Because you can't remember all that stuff if you don't do it. Um, a good drug reference like the the Tarascon Pharmacopoeia or the Davis Drug Guide for Nurses mm-hmm. just tells you how to administer the medication, what doses, and what alternatives there are for what you already take. Um my last one would be like a edible plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guy, because you never know. You don't be needing to eat dandelion root to stay alive. And can you? And I don't know. or just get the cards, which is, I think those are awesome. those are cool too. Yeah. So, anyways, those would be the ones I'd recommend. Awesome, good job, Cameron. and that's it. That's our uh, <laughs> podcast for today, guys. Thank you for listening. You guys are all wonderful people. You guys are wonderful. We love you so much. Uh, appreciate you guys. Please subscribe if you haven't yet. Please. Um, 
follow us on all the platforms that we're on. Okay, we we would really appreciate it. Go go um, check out all of our sponsors. That's what helps us out is you guys using our code at those places, you guys uh, sharing us with your friends, and liking and following all the things we do. You got anything else, Cameron? No, goodbye. All right, right, stay survived.